You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading-edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. Work. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Yeah. king. God made me punch in the accurate numbers. Yeah. My castle won't crumble. Nah. What I tackle will fumble. Yeah. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Nah. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Yeah. Big says, sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? What? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my steps. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. Work. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Dang. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. king. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with King podcast. I am your host, Jay Spencer King. It is Tuesday, November 7th. And man, I tell you what, typically, typically I record Code of Conduct either Sunday following the game or Monday morning and kind of knock it out because it releases Tuesday at noon. And I just couldn't do it this time. I just couldn't do it. I went back and watched the game over. I went back and I listened to um, Joe Marino and I listened to uh, I listened to, to Joe. And then last night I listened to the Off Tackle Show with Joe and John Fina. And I'm just listening to all of this content and I'm taking in what everybody is saying. And I'm sorry. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Y'all heard the, the intro there. But it's your boy, Jay Spencer King. I am happy to be with you. Um, it. I'm sure everybody understands where I'm at right now. So back to what I was saying. So I'm listening to all of this Bills content and I'm listening to the pressers after the game and then uh, the media availability for Coach McDermott and for Ken Dorsey yesterday. 
that the Bills released. And there's just a lot of things that that just don't they don't make sense anymore. And I think for me, one of the things about Sean McDermott that I've always that I've always appreciated, like it, it, he's been one of those leaders that knew how to communicate. He's been a leader that the players would go to bat for and talk about how he's a man of men, like he's a leader of men and he's in the locker room and they can tell that he loves them. And it's not just about a coach to player uh, relationship. He cares about them and he loves uh, to to see them be the best version of themselves. You know, we've heard all of this talk for, for now at this point years. We've heard it for years. Come to Buffalo and be the best version of yourself. Come to Buffalo and uh, become championship caliber, playoff caliber. And it, and it was all good. I've been trusting the process. Everybody, I feel like we've all been trusting the process. But at some point, at some point, the process has to pay off. The process has to pay off. And when you when you are in a situation like the Buffalo Bills are in right now, where on one hand, you're looking at Josh Allen still in his prime, young quarterback, has several years to play. But then you flip and look at the defense. Jordan Poyer, he's not... He's not getting younger. He's not old. I'm not saying he needs to retire today, but he's not getting younger. Micah Hyde, same situation. The second largest or maybe third largest contract on your team is Von Miller, who's recovering. He's back, but he's recovering from an ACL tear. And you're paying him a big portion of your salary. And you, I mean, just look at the rest of the roster. Our window, I've been, oh, I've been arguing for two or three years now that our window are, is not closing. Are you kidding me? We have Josh Allen. And that might be true in the grand scheme of things. But when you, when you look at this and you recognize that the window for the team that started this is closing. I remember when we, when we signed Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. The foundational pieces to everything that the Buffalo Bills started when Sean McDermott got here, the window is closing. The window is closing on the foundational pieces. I'm not going to sit here and say the, the window is closing on the Buffalo Bills uh, opportunity to win a Super Bowl. I think when you have a good quarterback, a top five, top three quarterback in the league, I think your window is always open as long as they're on the roster. I've seen I've seen lesser quarterbacks, <laughs> less talented quarterbacks, I should say, win Super Bowls. Shout out to Joe Flacco. But he had a phenomenal defense, an all-time type of defense. But I think Josh is good enough to to win with this defense. I think he's been good enough to win in the past. I just think that now we have to get to a conversation. And this is why the show here, this is why this week, um, the show was called Steve Kerr. <laughs> the show is called Steve Kerr. Yesterday on Twitter, I posted a comment or asked a question. Um, I'll read it here verbatim. I asked before, if Sean McDermott is to the Bills, what Mark Jackson in the NBA was to the Golden State Warriors. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Golden State Warriors fired Mark Jackson. They fired Mark Jackson after... Uh, he was he was coach for quite a few years when he started when he was hired as coach uh, in 2011 they went from 23 wins immediately took him to 46 then 49 they got 50 in this last year he was a good coach that took a team that wasn't making the playoffs they were the laughing stock of the league he took that team turned them around to a 50 win playoff team and he helped to lay the foundation that the dynasty was built on. They let him go after making the playoffs, after making it deep in the playoffs at that. And then they bring in Steve Kerr. And immediately, Steve Kerr is able to take those pieces that Mark Jackson had put together. He took what the architect had laid. And then he completely changed. He changed the identity of the team with the same pieces. And Steve Kerr, not that Mark, first of all, let me let me say this. Mark Jackson is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I think he's a top five, top 10 point guard of all time, depending on the conversation. But when it comes to assists, when it comes to seeing the floor, handling skills, all that stuff, Mark Jackson was that dude. So let me not, I don't want this to come across as disrespect. But on a coaching level, Steve Kerr came in to coach. And the thing about him that separated him from Mark Jackson is that Steve Kerr's best skill as a player is Steph Curry's greatest strength as a player. So even though Steve Kerr wasn't a superstar, he played on a team with one, but he wasn't the superstar. He understood what Steph Curry needed. I'm starting to get to the point where I feel like Sean McDermott just doesn't understand what Josh Allen needs. is starting to get to the place where I don't know if I trust that Sean McDermott can give Josh Allen what he needs. You talk about everything that has come to Buffalo. It's, it's, it's been phenomenal, right? I, I've been a fan just like the rest of you. We've been fans during the 17-year drought. We were fans, you know, We've been fans through it all, all the ups and downs, all the coaches, all the quarterbacks, all the different gimmick signings that they brought in just to keep us engaged, knowing we wouldn't make the playoffs. We've been fans through the jumping through the table phase of of, of Bill's Mafia. We got all these wild, crazy traditions because we remained faithful through these hard years. And now everybody can recognize what we have with Josh Allen. And everybody can recognize that when you have a Ferrari, you drive it, you drive it in a way that you can open it up. And you don't drive it in a town with potholes everywhere. And what's happening is 
Sean McDermott is misusing. He's taking a Ferrari and he's trying to drive it like a Honda Civic. What are we doing, man? No more running the ball with Josh Allen. When it does, it works. When we don't, it doesn't. <laughs> and I have so many people, I have so many people mad at me this season. Shout out to my guy, Matt, with SB Nation. He was obviously, um, he was the editor-in-chief here with Buffalo Rumblings, and then he uh, went full-time with SB Nation there. So he he was he was one of the guys that that would constantly question me, like, Spence, the offense is fine, dude. Like, we're top this, we're the numbers. But the context to the conversation that I tried to add was, if you look at the first half or the first three quarters of all of these games, the Buffalo Bills have not been doing their job. And then now you fast forward to this game Sunday night. And you're going against the Cincinnati Bengals, who's an amazing team. We all know they have a good quarterback who's now healthy. Two very good, three good wide receivers, because don't sleep on Tyler Boyd either. A good running back, a good defense. So with that being the case, your job as the head coach is to come in and make sure you're doing things. You're, you're putting Josh in the position to where he's doing the things that works for him and that works for the offense. And then you come on the presser and you say, well, we were just trying different things. We got away from up-tempo because we wanted to try this. You're losing the fan base. And that might not matter to a lot of people in different towns. If you're listening to this as a fan of a different team, that might not resonate with you. But in Buffalo, I'm going to tell you something. If he completely loses the fans... Sean McDermott won't be head coach for long. I don't care about the, I, I don't care about all the stuff that he's done right. The NFL, the NBA, all of these leagues, it's about now. It's about this year. You talk about history when you retire. You talk about what you've done when it's over. Sean McDermott at some point will be added to the Wall of Fame, I'm sure. He's the winningest coach in, in Buffalo Bills history. He has the best, the best record in Bills history and all of this stuff, right? So he'll be there. But what have you done for me lately? Right now, the Buffalo Bills are 5-4 and four through nine games, whereas last season, the Buffalo Bills lost three games in the entire year by a combined total of eight points. Now, I'm not saying that this can't be turned around. I'm not saying that this can't be turned around because it can. But Sean McDermott, is, it, it looks just like Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson comes in. He drafts Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson. The team starts to improve. They look like a team. They start shooting the lights out. Steph Curry's making all of these kids want to shoot from half court instead of learn fundamentals and, and learn how to use the backboard. Now they want to be Curry. They want to be Steph. Sean McDermott came to Buffalo, drafted Josh Allen, drafted Trey White, brought in Poyer and Hyde, changed the culture in Buffalo. You got Josh Allen jumping over Allen Street. 
everywhere you look in Buffalo, and it's always been Buffalo has always been a football town, but it, it's on it's it's multiplied by several levels at this point with a winning team. Everywhere you go, you see Stefan Diggs on a on a window somewhere for M&T Bank. Then you look to your left and you see Josh Allen doing something. You see Deion Dawkins with Griselda and, and Benny the Butcher winning Emmys. It's a completely different culture. But Mark Jackson was not the one who was able to get the Warriors over the hump. Is it, is it time for Steve Kerr? Is it, is it time for us to make a change in Buffalo? Personally, personally, I don't think it's time. But I, th- I think the conversation, the conversation needs to happen. I think there are conversations with the Pagulas that need to happen with Sean and Brandon. I think it's clear that the Buffalo Bills have regressed over the last few years. And if you, if, if you want to argue with me about it, that's fine. But when you go from the AFC championship game to the divisional round, to 13 seconds to the divisional round, we're not, we made the AFC championship game three seasons ago. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three seasons ago. As it stands today, the Buffalo Bills would not be in the playoffs if they started today. So with that being the case, with that being said, the conversation needs to happen. If the Buffalo Bills miss the playoffs completely, I can tell you right now, I will be one of the loudest calling or the Pagulas to make a change at head coach. I will be the loudest. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So, you know, that means family, football and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. Ken Dorsey. Maybe that's the change. Maybe that's the, con- the conversation that needs to be had. I wasn't a fan of the Ken Dorsey signing in the first place. I think he's smart. I think he's super talented. I think he does some things right. Last season, he, you know, we had the second best offense in the league. This year, we're still averaging quite a bit. But something isn't clicking. 
And if Sean McDermott wants to wants to keep his job and he wants to keep everybody else's job, then something needs to change on offense. Defense, I, to be honest, I don't even think anybody can really be upset with the defense um, performing less efficiently or or just not performing as well as they did in the past. When you lose two all-pro players and then Daquan Jones was going to be all-pro this year too. The way he was playing, he was going to be all-pro. So when you when you lose three guys like that, to me, it's understandable when the defense goes from one of the best in the league to one of the worst because we can't stop the run. We just made a trade for a cornerback, but before that, with Trey being out, you know, against team's number one wide receiver, you were kind of out there. So I'm proud of, of what the defense has been able to do. The defense is the reason that the Buffalo Bills won the game against the Giants. The Buffalo Bills couldn't put up 20 points against the Giants. Come on, man. Come on. Something. Something has to give. Now, next week, we got Monday Night Football against the Broncos. I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know for me if it's one of those games where, you know, obviously we're all going to watch. I'm going to watch. But I don't even know what my expectations going into the game should be. Because to me, to me, the roster that I know that the Buffalo Bills have, the players that I know that they have, and then I look at the roster and the players for the Broncos team, and I look at the coaching, and I look at how that season has gone for them. I think the Buffalo Bills should win this game by two touchdowns. We opened a seven and a half point favorites, but what is it? That don't mean nothing to me. Don't mean nothing. I don't know what to expect. Is Russell Wilson going to come out and look like vintage Russ? Are we going to allow him to look like vintage Russ? Jerry Judy hasn't played well all season. We're going to let him come out and go off. He's going to have a day. What, what's going to happen? So, so for me, this game, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> but I am going to go into this game looking for specific things. First thing that I'll be looking at when it comes to this game is why... Why are we not able to make adjustments earlier? So we've seen fourth quarter, Josh. We've seen this team look amazing in the fourth quarter. I'm looking for if we come out slow and we don't do well in that first quarter, I'm looking for adjustments in the second quarter. I'm looking to see if Ken Dorsey is trying something different in the second quarter. Also, I'm looking for Sean McDermott to be a little more involved, not necessarily in the play calling. I feel like that's part of the problem. But I'm looking to see him actually speak to Josh, speak to Diggs on the sideline. When things aren't right, when, when a player doesn't make a play, I'm stop with the clapping. I'm tired of the clapping. There's nothing to applaud the way the Bills have been playing. 
I want to see Sean McDermott do better and be better. I want to see this team do better and be better. I want to see Josh do better and be better. At some point, look, we can't keep we can't keep giving excuses about uh about the turnovers and about bad decisions. Because at the end of the day, all of this stuff, this whole show, I've been talking about Sean McDermott and the coaching. But in reality, the plays that Ken Dorsey has called, Josh Allen has had several open options on several plays that he's just missed. He's just completely missed. Forcing the ball to Gabe Davis down the field when you got James Cook four yards in front of you, easily able to pick up a first down. It's on Josh, too. Josh Allen is going to get the offensive coordinator he picked fired. Think about that for a second. If Josh Allen continues to play the way that he's playing, he's going to get the offensive coordinator that he picked fired. The whole reason that Ken Dorsey was hired is because we wanted or they wanted somebody who Josh has already had a relationship with and somebody that he could be comfortable with. And I think that's okay. That's fair, right? But the reason why I wasn't, I told you a couple minutes ago, I wasn't a fan of it. The reason being is because I don't think you, you use a rookie play caller at this point of Josh's, like, Josh was doing so well. Josh was doing so well under Brian Dayball. And now it looks like he's regressed. He's not reading plays the same way. He's not, he's not reading defenses the same way. And to me, that's an issue for the, that, that's an issue for the offensive coordinator. And quarterbacks coach, whichever, whichever of the two you want to put this on, I think it's on both. But at the end of the day, if Josh Allen does not pick it up for himself and do the things that he's supposed to do, he's going to get the guy he handpicked fired. So let's see. Let's see if everybody shows up and does what, they, what they're supposed to do. Let's see. But I'm going to get on out of here tonight. Make sure y'all check out the chop up at 8 p.m. Eastern time with Sterling and, and Jeremiah. And then tomorrow, uh, Hump Day Hotline and Line Again. And we got all this stuff going on. My man Bruce is back again this week with the fire. His show, if you haven't been listening to Bruce, I don't know what's I don't know what's happening with you. Go back and listen to Bruce, man. Like just the best podcast in Buffalo sports, period. Hands down, period. So, but y'all know how to do it over here. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Code of conduct.